This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. The home that you worked so hard to purchase or the business that you dreamed of owning deserved to shine. LDJ Cleaning Professionals specialize in commercial, residential, and disinfecting cleaning. We've served Aurora and the Quad Counties with over 20 years experience in the professional cleaning industry. Whether you're looking for window cleaning, disinfecting, or general office cleaning, we offer it all and more. Hire a true professional and call us today at 630-291-5435 or visit our website at www.ldjcleaning.com. We help you protect your investment. Rise and shine. Pour yourself a cup of coffee and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews. Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. So the time is now uh, 8, 10 a.m. You're listening to Good Morning, Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. Uh, we did live news today. So as you guys know, starting, uh, well, we started already, but... Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, you can catch the show and morning news live on our Facebook page. Uh, we go live. We have a guest in the morning sometimes. This morning, we had friend of the show, Sam Hall, author of 24 Rungs, a ASMR journey to recovery. Great stuff. Great conversation. You can check that video out, which is on our Facebook page. Again, Facebook live Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Uh, you can like and follow the page on Facebook to make sure you get the notification. So we're just going to do some quick updates here real quick. Shout out to our friend Yvonne of the Cottonseed. All right, word up. Um, quick updates. The Community Market Indivisible Aurora Presents 2021 Community Market. It'll be a virtual auction. Vendors are needed. Facebook.com slash communitymarket.ia. Shop unique handcrafted items like artwork, jewelry, clothing, candles, and much more. That's February 20th from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Shouts out, <coughs> excuse me, shouts out to our friends of Indivisible Aurora. Okay. Um, mutual Ground. Register for Mutual Ground 60-hour domestic and sexual violence certification. We're going to post this today, February 2nd through March 11th. Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, 6 to 9 p.m. Uh, register online at mutualground.org. And the prices are on this graphic as well that we will share. Starting tomorrow is the Art and Market Aurora Great Gathering of Vendors and Artisans happening every second and fourth Saturday at Society 57 located at 100 South River Street. Safe and socially distanced fun shopping. Make sure you save your Saturdays. Come on out and take part. Uh, shout out to all the vendors involved in that. For more information, you can visit auroradowntown.org. Uh, the Aurora Public Library said a lot of great stuff. And the next initiative that the library will be having is going to be on in February. Uh, so Friday, February 12th, 
10 a.m. Tai Chi for the Chinese New Year. The ancient practice of Tai Chi will be a program available to adults. Registration is required. Tuesday the 16th at 7 p.m. Growing Your Business with LGBTQ Friendly Practices. That'll be um, 7 p.m. Told you about that. Duh. Uh, registration is required. Registration is required for Tai Chi for the Chinese New Year. And Thursday, March 18th at 7 p.m. Civic Education Township Government. Uh, continuing partnership with the League of Women Voters of the Aurora area. Registration is required for that as well. You guys will know that on this morning's news, we um, we announced the call for artists for the Aurora Streetscape Committee in Aurora downtown. Uh, so that is out there. If you are an Aurora artist, um, reach out to the Streetscape Committee to find out about the newest mural that's coming. The theme of the mural will be Aurora Unity and will promote pride in the community and advance the objectives of the Aurora Downtown Organization. So we appreciate you guys very much for tuning in. Thanks very much for checking out what we got going on. And um, you guys will see the next video that we got um, coming up here very soon. So shouts out to everybody involved. Um, and want to say shouts out, check out ASM, excuse me, 24 Rungs and ASMR Journey to Recovery. Um, that is available now as an audiobook. It's also on Amazon and Spotify. The, sun, the sun's coming out today. You guys have a safe, blessed, powerful weekend. We'll see you back here Monday morning. Tune in Monday on Facebook Live. And don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. And with that, that's the news. Good morning to you. Good morning, Chris. Good to see you, man. Thank you, sir. Appreciate Good to it. meet you. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Happy Friday. Such a fun job. <laughs> Happy Friday. Um, so, for our listeners and our viewers, tell us who you are and where you're from. All right, my name is Byron Gabler Jr. Okay. I am Director of Sales for Rooftop Solutions and Fox Valley Filter. Okay. Uh, we are based out of Naperville. I'm a resident of Aurora, originally from the West Coast. So. Oh, well, where on the West Coast? Uh, Arizona is where I was born. Okay. Spent about 15, <laughs> 16 years out there. Then I went up to Seattle and I uh, was out there for about 10 years and just kind of drove back and forth, spent a lot of time in Oregon, California, and just really got to know that whole I-5 corridor before coming out to the Midwest. Beautiful country. I love the Pacific Northwest, Seattle, Oregon, a lot. Um, I was in the Navy, I've been up there to, I've been to Oregon a couple times, uh, for the Rose Festival, been to Seattle, been to Washington, it's really nice. Yeah, it's beautiful. Great place. Beautiful. Um, Go Seahawks. Yeah, go Seahawks. <laughs> Next year. Um, now you are an Aurora resident. Yes, sir. Uh, but you did your schooling and early growing up years in Arizona on the West Coast? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. So um, I was in school right out of, right out of high school, started college. Okay. Uh, was working for MCI, MCI WorldCom, which is now no longer around, uh, but second largest telecom in the world at the time and allowed me the opportunity to move as I took promotions. Very cool. And that's how I ended up in the Midwest here. Um, transferred, took a position in Rockford actually, and was in Rockford for about a year and a half before being transferred to Iowa City, which is where I met my wife. She was going to the University of Iowa and, uh, you know. Shout out to Iowa. You know, <laughs> and decided uh, I loved her enough that I wasn't gonna leave the Midwest, so here I am. Very good, very good. Um, so, st well, starting off with a, with a background in Arizona, and you've done some traveling between that over the years back. Oh yes. So, um, what's the difference? The main difference between life in Arizona and life in the Midwest? Much more laid back in the Midwest. Um, Arizona, I think there's a lot of vitamin D floating through the blood, sure. and so people, I think, 
they're just more outdoorsy, if you will, but the season allows it, right? You know, here we have four seasons there. It's it's hot or it's nighttime, you I'm, know. So. I've been to Mesa, so I'm familiar with how it is. Yeah, you're right. Nighttime, um, it does get cold. It does. Yeah. It does. Uh, not like wintertime here. You know, I look outside and I see how cold it is out there now. Right. But um, I, I enjoy it more out here. I, I, for me, I, I'm an artist by nature, and so I love the four seasons. I find it inspirational okay. to see Mother Nature kind of go through its cycle, and it, it allows me to kind of reinvent myself with every season, too. So right. I, I really enjoy how life changes in the Midwest, whereas in, in, in like, the Southwest, you're just constantly going. I felt like it was just constant go, go, go because you never really had the chance to pause and enjoy what right. Mother Nature was doing outside. So Right. As a guy who grew up in the Midwest, it was very nice to like drive through the California, Arizona to, to like see the the scenic landscape. Yes. I mean, that's beautiful, but like it is the same for a long time. It's not the same as, uh, you know, you don't see the beauty of snow on trees. Right. And stuff like that. Right. Um, now, growing up, what impact did your mom have on your life? Oh, wow. Um, tolerance. I think she taught me to be patient and, and to be tolerable. Um, I was pretty high strung as a teenager, and so with that, you know, kind of led me down some wrong paths at times. Right. <laughs> you know, and uh, she was just very forgiving and very tolerant. Right. And educated me on how to do the right things the right way and, and still be responsible while having fun and, and as I grew older I, I learned to respect that even more you know so I think uh, you know as men especially you know when we're teenagers sure. sometimes mom is she's not the dad figure right you know sure. but as we right. get older we start to understand more of what that love was that she was trying to to instill on us oh yeah you know yeah. And, so, you, and you look back on the teenage years when you thought you knew right. <laughs> yeah right right so yeah, I, would, I, I give her I give her props for the tolerance and forgiveness. So yeah. Um, now with that learning of tolerance and everything, how has that how has that stood you in your professional life? So I am a sales manager, have been for over twenty years. I've uh, been in sales that whole time, and you know, sales is very linear in thought. You have an end game. Your your goal is to try to sell something, right. product, service to somebody, right? right? Um, and with that comes reluctance. And sometimes we can put on the horse blinders and not see what that reluctance really is. And I think the tolerance allows me the opportunity to kind of step back, take a pause, and really hear what people are reluctant to. Maybe it's not necessarily the product or the service, maybe it's just the way that I am rolling it out. Right. And, and so just being more forgiving, and if people don't like what I have to offer, then understanding that it's okay that they move on to somebody else. That right. at least I tried to do the best that I could do. Right. Um, I uh, And do you believe that family is, or has family been for you, important also in your growth and your journey? Yes. I am yeah. the oldest of five. Wow. Um, so I've got two brothers, two sisters. They're spread out through the United States and, you know, <laughs> trying to be a good role model of course yeah shout out, to the, shout out to the siblings shout out to the siblings big family yeah big yeah. family so wow. family it plays a big part my wife's family they're extremely close as well mm -hmm. um so and and you know we're so in the midwest uh you know they've all kind of stayed here and so just seeing the love and support that everybody has for each other especially with what's gone on the past year with covid and everything it's just it's really nice to see how people have come together even extended Right, friends that you would consider family. Uh, what people are willing to do to help each other, help the community, 
and help you know just to help. Uh, MCI was your first job. Yes, out of college or out of high school. First job out of high school with MCI. Okay. Yes. Sir. And what did it stand for? Uh, Macro Communications Incorporated. Okay. And that company just ended or did they become something else? So MCI was bought out by WorldCom, uh, one of the largest fraud things in American history. Bernie Evers was, was embezzling money and so the company went bankrupt and, and sold off most of their assets right. and, and kind of was dissolved and I believe most of it is now Verizon. So Wow, amazing, amazing. Um, now, so take us to, take us to your working life at that time, you're working for MCI. How's life? Life is good. Life is good. Like I was, uh, I had, I was a supervisor. Had a team of about 14 to 20 associates. Most of them college students. I was college age myself. Mm -hmm. um, one of the more successful teams in MCI, and so we all got to enjoy and, and some 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 pretty good profits at the time and some good laughs. And we had a lot of good times back then. Right. So. Right. Um, now, so you're not in Aurora at this time. I live in Aurora, but my company that I work for is based in Naperville. Oh, okay, that's right, that's right. Um, and where in Naperville is that? Uh, we are right off of 59 and 88. Okay. So. All right. Um, now, what have you seen in regards to growth and development in Aurora in your time being here? So, truth be told, when I first moved here, Aurora... I was under the impression was not a good place to live. Of course. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You know, um, not being from around here, it's mm -hmm. easy to kind of buy into what people are saying. Sure. So I'll never forget when my wife and I decided to start house hunting. We wanted to, to upgrade. Uh, she found the house that we're in now. Mm -hmm. And she's like, it's in Aurora. And the first thing I thought was, I thought don't people said, Aurora. don't move to Aurora. <laughs> you know? And yeah. she's like, no, no, no. You've got to come check it out. Yeah. So, you know, we drove around and it's like, I don't understand where this is coming from. Beautiful right. little downtown area. You've got the bars, you've got some restaurants, you've got the casino, uh, you've got a couple of little different art districts and things like that, you yeah. know? So it's quaint and it, 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 there is something to do right. and it's not bad, right. you know? And so um, we bought the house and I have actually watched it grow since. I've watched them do all the work on River over here, put up all these different, uh, you know, all these different buildings and they're doing a lot of renovation. Oh yeah. They're trying to bring Aurora, I feel like they're trying to revitalize it, if you will, mm -hmm. um, and, and bring it up to speed with like the Batavias, the St. Charles and the Genevas. Yes. You know, yeah. which which I, I, I look forward to and, and I think is a great initiative that they're doing. Because those towns, and being just some Fox River towns down here, those towns have had a more pronounced and stronger and more settled, established infrastructure and downtown scene that hasn't really fluctuated over the years like Aurora has. You know, Aurora had a bustling downtown and it went away yeah. and now it's coming back. But we're larger than they are. They just could do a better job at it, uh, I feel. Is that, would you say that's an accurate statement? I would, I would. Um, in a nutshell, yes. Yeah. But Aurora's trying. Which is good, right? Because yeah. for the local business owners, they can come in. I, I, I'm not a real estate agent, so I could be wrong on this, but I would think that for somebody looking to start a business or bring a restaurant or a barber shop or maybe a karate school or daycare or something to downtown Aurora, right. they might find themselves in more of a favorable financial position, if you will, to be able to lease a facility yeah. as opposed to going to one of these established, you know, like Batavia Geneva, where, you, where I, I would assume and it's more of a premium lease amount yeah we've actually uh we've spoken to a few people who've had 
to have those business conversations of trying to start something. Uh, well, the person comes to mind was trying to start a business in Geneva and found Aurora more financially applicable to what she was doing. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've heard that a lot for people. And that's a good thing. Yeah. Seeing the small businesses grow. Yes. Um, what does America mean to you? Hmm. You know, especially given everything that's gone on with politics as of late. Mm -hmm. uh, for me, America means rebirth, reinvention. Um, some people were happy with the way things ended this past election. Other people were not. Right. And what I've been saying to people, the beautiful thing about America is every four years, you get a chance to voice your opinion again. Exactly. So the, the, it's kind of like the seasons. It has an opportunity to change. And so I've had the opportunity to visit other countries. And they're beautiful. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. uh, but one of the things that I, I do enjoy about coming back to the States here is... Is just knowing that we do continuously try to grow and reinvent ourselves and that's a beautiful thing right because just like life if we become complacent I think things become boring and that's when things start to go downhill yes that's true that's true and that boredom creeps into your mind so you start thinking stagnant and then that stagnation follows to your uh, your 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 actions or lack thereof like right. oh well why I'm not gonna make it. Why even try? Right. You know? Yeah. Um, where have you Where have you traveled to? Uh, I've been to. I say I travel a lot, but Canada, Mexico. Okay. Been to Hawaii, but mm -hmm. uh, I'm a huge fan of Mexico. I love going down south. Um, I love the culture. You it's, know, it's still in you. Is that Is that a fair assessment? I think so. I think you've got a. You've got a vein of rural kind of country in you you know and, and it's fun <laughs> it's, a good it's a good thing you know yeah. um i love going to the city but i would never move to chicago you know just like seattle or downtown phoenix you know i, I right you know it's, it's got its time and its place but you know I, I do like to to cut loose and and mexico kind of offers that i guess if you will especially yeah. you get to one of the resorts where you can just sit back and oh yeah have a nice beverage and yeah. not do anything Puerto vallarta comes to mind yeah a great place for anybody looking to go visit south of the border um, so let's talk, let's talk, uh, family, um, a little bit more. Uh, what is your work life balance like at the moment? Great. Okay. Um, and I, I attribute that to who I work for. So the organization I work for is owned by a husband and wife team. They're very family oriented. They treat everybody in the organization like it's like their family, extended family, and so that allows me to carry that home too. So while as a sales manager, I might work more than, than like my sales associates per se, it's not in so much a way that when I go home and have to do something, it's with regret. Now, um, I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah, no, go ahead. Uh, now, what's the biggest change that COVID has, you know, how's COVID impacted you? Uh, for us, it's just not being able to go out as much. Okay. Uh, my wife and I love to go out to eat. Mm -hmm. um, big patrons of the casino. Okay. You know, date night typically would involve eating dinner somewhere around here and then, yeah. then going and spending a few dollars at the slots or at the tables. Mm -hmm. um, movies, obviously can't go to the movies. Escape rooms, right. you know, those type of things that, that we used to do. Um, can't do that, but you pivot and reinvent what you're doing with yourself. So we have more game nights at home now. Yeah. You know, so I, I think that while we lost the ability to go out and do a lot of things that we were used to, we were able to reinvent some of the things that we could do at home that, that still 
keep us close, if not brought us closer together. So in your, it's, it sounds like in your working profession, in your professional life, you've had a good work-life balance. I would say yes. Okay. I feel that's very important. Um, I, I, do, I do too, because as the beginning, you know, beginning of our conversation before the camera started rolling, you know, I was explaining to you, like, I didn't really have that. Now I have, you know, I, I've, it's, yeah, the quality of life for me has risen, but go ahead, yeah. You know, I, to your point, like we were talking about, I don't believe that people should be working to live. They should be, or excuse me, you shouldn't be living to work. You should be working to live, right? right? right. You know, so what's the point of going to work every day and earning this money and trying to provide for your family if you're not around to be able to enjoy that with them. Right. You know, so I, I firmly believe that people should find that happy balance, if able. Now, I understand that some people aren't, given certain circumstances, but I hope that everybody at some point in their life are able to find that, that kind of balance. Because as you said, you know, in our previous conversation, just your energy levels, right? When you wake up in the morning, right. you feel good about yourself. Yeah. You, 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 you don't mind putting on a, a shirt and tie or, you know, your logo wear, right. you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, a lot, you know, I wouldn't normally do this, you know? I had to look good for you today, good sir, but, you know, I've got my logo polos <laughs> and you, stuff, brother. too, yeah. you know? And yeah. um, you just feel good about yourself, yeah. you know? And, and we, I think that when you feel good about yourself, just like this morning when I walked in, man, you, you, right away, I'm like, sweet, here's yeah. some energy to flow from, yeah. you know? And, yeah. and that's what I, I think that's... That's from a good work-life balance, and people feed off of that because I'm going to carry this attitude now through the rest of the day because of the the energy that you helped bring to me this morning. Yeah, thank you, and and I like meeting like-minded people too. And it's um, boy, it's so this is good to have somebody to talk to about. With. This is the thing here, and you, I know that you know this. Like immediately when I meet someone, and if they're whatever they're carrying with them. They're, they, they're bringing it. Right. And if it's negativity, I don't want it. Right. So when they hit that buzzer and they start coming from stairs, they're either going to, I'll say it gently, they're either going to conform to the positivity and maybe forget that little baggage for a while, or they're going to carry through the episode and the interview and, it, and it'll show, unfortunately. Right. You know, and there's only been like three of those. Um, and that's key, though, in sales, though, as well. Yes. That shows in sales. Yes. Yes. Most definitely. Most. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Most definitely. You can tell when you're having a bad day. And I, you know, even on the phone, my, in, in my years of experience, and I try to teach this to, my, to my, younger, my younger crew, it's like, just listen to even the verbal cues. You can hear it. They brought it to work. Don't take it personal. If somebody's willing to carry this attitude through the phones to you even, somebody they've never met, then they're in a very bad place that day right. or maybe that week or in their life and don't take it personal if anything hope that they can find that balance they can find that peace because right exactly um take me back to the beginning of your sales experience were you always a good salesman or were there mentors and guides definitely had mentors and guides i have three in particular um jace leonard sean robertson and vince mccray who have been they've been my rocks they know this i message them still constantly um i i was believe it or not i was shy you know i was shy and i forced myself to be outgoing you know and it was i was one of those awkward people that i made a lot of jokes to try to be funny to interject myself right um i always loved talking to people once you got me going and 
Jace is the one that actually brought me on at MCI and he's the one that mentored me and started working with me and then as I became better that's when the other gentlemen came in and as I got promoted they, they would help me on that level mm -hmm. um, but same thing they, they taught me that same that same kind of passion you know you've got to be outgoing nobody wants to do business with somebody that's a stick in the mud right you know you can't be a rock you can't be moss on a log right you know if you're going to do this you got to love what you're doing and you have to love people. I think in sales, it's got to be a genuine love of people mm -hmm. because you have to get to know people to understand them, to understand their pain points and their buying points before you can ever make a recommendation. And so is there, and if there is, what is the number one rule of sales? Hmm. This goes, it's one that, I, that has stuck with me for all these years. I don't, I don't know which one to give credit to and I might say it wrong, but it still works in my head, that one of the best, best practices in sales is finding somebody else's best practice, making it better, and making it yours. So, yeah, word up. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So you see somebody that's doing something good, and it's like, okay, I'm gonna emulate that. Right. And then you put your own personality into it, and you figure out a way to make that better. Maybe not better for everybody, but better for you. Right. And then you grow from that. Hmm. I like that. I like that. Um, I've been around a lot of, so I've, I worked for a large company for a good number of years and I worked in the IT department, but I was cool with the sales team. Uh, and you're right. I would see who was doing it right and who was doing it kind of bad. And I would try to infuse because we weren't doing sales at all but if things were sold by our ops department then the, you know the purchasers would get to know us kind of thing and yeah you they could potentially meet us and have buyer's remorse or not be confident with the company so they were always telling us like yo make us look good and i'm thinking like but you're the sales guys but no pick up their good yeah yeah exactly yeah what are those what are those key things that they do how can I emulate that even though I'm in a different department? Right. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. Um, what's the benefit and the value of having a good team? Benefit is happiness, right? You're right. at peace. Right. If you have a bad team, then you're constantly trying to figure out what's going on, right? It's kind of like starting your car in the morning, and if you hear a clanking sound, immediately you're concerned what is going on right something's not working right <laughs> yeah you know um whereas if everything's running properly then you don't think about the operations of the car everything is just moving smoothly right the value to that i think is it's it's twofold right a good team for the team itself is good because they all get along and they all work together and they want to do things for each other right while still taking care of themselves as a manager the value is I'm not having to babysit as much if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's oh, more of, of a mentorship type role and you're leading by example right? versus constantly micromanaging. Right. Um, I'm a Navy guy, so I like a lot of naval history. The, some of the best captains are regarded not for even, right? You go back to armadas of ships. The captain's on his flagship. Right. The other 12 have the knowledge of what is expected, how they should conduct themselves, and what to do. Right. Right. As um, a team. It's yes. you got to be a team. Exactly. Um, it sounds like you've always been in leadership positions and roles. 
Primarily, yes. Primarily. Yes. Um, what are some of the key aspects? Give me three good key aspects of a leader, in your opinion. All right, three. One, you have to be willing to listen. And with that, you have to be open-minded. Because I can hear what you're saying doesn't necessarily mean that I'm listening. Right. right? I hear you, but I'm not listening. Right. With that said, you have to be open-minded because you have to be able to disseminate what is being said. Right. Right? Um, and then third, I think is, 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 is being an educator. Because you can still be a motivator. Education and motivation, I think, kind of go hand in hand, right? You know, I think that people are motivated when they feel like they're learning something. Right. But if you're trying to motivate somebody, you're also trying to educate them on something too. Yes. You know, like right. even if you're running a simple contest for a day, you're educating them on why you're trying to run that contest for a day. Right. You're trying to teach them something new. So, Very cool. Um, all right. So let's talk rooftop solutions. Yes, sir. Tell us about rooftop, man. When did it start? What's, what's the deal with rooftop? So uh, the product that rooftop manufactures is called Grease Guard, which has been around since the mid to late 90s. Okay. Uh, rooftop solutions. It's never this loud. What the It's Friday. Right. People are happy, right? They're out driving around. Um, rooftop Solutions is a national organization that, that manufactures a rooftop grease containment system okay. slash chemical containment system. And what that means is, is quite frankly, it's, it's a filtration system that's installed around the curb of the exhaust fan up on roofs okay. to protect the rooftops from chemicals that are being discharged from fans. So those chemicals don't deteriorate the rooftops causing leaks, um, OSHA violations, EPA violations, NFPAA violations. So we help protect people's property investments okay. from, from things that are being discharged from their fans. What kind of things are being discharged from the fan of an American, the average household? So this is more commercial based. Okay. So we work with restaurants, um, industrial ah. facilities, property managers, uh, contractors will work with us because they're trying to sell it to their clients. Uh, but our bulk of our clients are either restaurant or industrial facilities because they're doing a lot of cooking or food manufacturing. Sure. Uh, we do work with other types of manufacturers like bearing manufacturers, plastic manufacturers, bottling companies, um, anything where there's some kind of chemical that is being used or infused in their manufacturing process. And what happens is the ventilation systems, they suck that all up and it gets blown out into the air up on the roof and depending on how heavy some of those contaminants are, they're dropping right back down onto the roof and it's causing damage. What and kind so, of, What kind of contaminant? What kind of stuff? Uh, from your kitchens, it's primarily cooking grease. Grease. So your grease. fats, okay. oils, Got you know, it. grease, okay. that kind of things. Um, manufacturing facilities, depending on what they're manufacturing, can be all sorts of things. Right. You know, it could be straight that's up oil. Um, it could be some sort of other type of lubricant that's being used. Uh, dentist offices. I, I don't ex understand exactly how they, what it is that they're using, but something they use to like clean the machines and mm -hmm. things that affect in higher volumes. Uh, can discharge these type of things, uh, car paint booths, you know, anything where there's a toxic air, something that's being sprayed yeah. in the facility that's being sucked back out, right. is then ultimately being deposited back on the rooftop. I'm thinking as you speak, I think in my mind, I worked for, I worked at a car wash and detail center when I was a kid. And I recall in the detail shop, huge fan looking, whatever the hell it was in it. It <laughs> must be on when we're in here buffing cars um, and on the side of the building was where it's I guess exhaust was and it would you could hear it blowing but you wouldn't see anything 
and I, you know, now I'm wow. I'm thinking about what kind of what kind of stuff is coming out of there. Coming out of there. Yeah, it's amazing. People don't really stop and think about it. They they call the roof the forgotten wall. You know, even with our homes, we don't think about what is going on on our roof until there's a problem. Right. Until it starts leaking. Until we start leaking. Exactly. And so we try to mitigate that, if you will. You know, it's kind of like a diaper for the baby or a diaper for the dog. Not <laughs> like a crap, you know, before it does damage. Uh, now, Rooftop Solutions and Fox Valley Filter. Yes, sir. Okay. So, uh, Jim and Yvonne Selly, um, they, they've been local to the region here for, for quite some time. Uh, they, I want to say in 2016, purchased a, a filtration company from Elgin and moved it to Naperville, where Rooftop Solutions is based out of, and rebranded the name as Fox Valley Filter. And that, again, has been primarily a B2B business uh, selling to, to businesses, property managers, um, hotels, mm-hmm. schools, hospitals, things to that effect. Um, with COVID, we've kind of started repositioning and repivoting and, and are thinking more about residential just because of the fact that, you know, you can go to Home Depot right now and you can buy a filter for your home. You're probably going to pay $18 a filter for that, whereas I typically can get a case for a year for that same $18. Right. So... If we're helping to pass savings on to business owners, maybe we can do that same thing for, for residential consumers as well. Uh, who are some of your, or can you talk about your clients? Some of might be able to. Okay. So on uh, rooftop solution side, we do work with large organiz- uh, organizations like a Chick-fil-A, Buffalo Wild Wings, uh, Chili's, mm-hmm. Hooters, um, all the way down to small mom and pop shops. Right. So we don't discriminate against the size of the organization. We believe that everybody needs to protect their rooftop sure and therefore our pricing is is accommodating to regardless of the size of your organization right fox valley filter i'll be honest i have a sales manager uh rachel who primarily oversees that but we do work with the larger property management companies in some of the local school districts like cbre um i want to say i might get wrong with the school district so i might not i probably shouldn't throw out numbers Right, but it's not one two nine. It's yeah, one right. three nine. Right? No, sorry, we lost the bid for two oh four. You yeah. know, I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> right. I saw Good Morning Report. Your sales guy doesn't even remember our district number. That's crazy. No, no, that's Rachel. I'll put that out there now. Yeah. It's going to be live. Rachel's my sales manager. She's great at what she does. I, I manage everything from thirty thousand feet above. Right, and I, I entrust that my team, of course, is doing what they need to do to keep my customers happy. So, of course. Um, all right, now. With a business in Naperville, being a rural resident, um, what have you noticed in business similarities or differences between Naperville and Aurora? Ooh, that's a loaded question because I'm a part of both chambers. Okay. Um, both bring very valuable assets sure. To, sure. to the different communities. Um, I, I think that what you see, though, is the difference is Naperville is established and has been. The downtown area has been it for is. a while, right? Oh, yeah. Whereas Aurora is still growing. Yeah. I don't want to say it's in its infancy, but it's in its reinvention phase, if it you is. will. Yeah. And so the difference that you find is, is, and forgive me for saying this to all my people out there, um, I feel like Naperville is... is I don't want to say very niche or clicky with the groups, but it's more established, right? Yeah. You know, this is like, this is like the music band that's been around since the '90s. Everybody knows who they are. They know that's a great music band. Right. Yeah. Whereas Aurora is kind of like something that's up and coming, and it's like this sounds like a fresh hot beat. 
Yeah. But is it going to carry Like Green Day and Fish. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, so exactly. We love both. We love both. But different. Yeah, and I, you know, in retrospect, I did not mean for that to be loaded, but I saw, I see how it was. It was just kind of a, a, oh, no, no, no. a way to, a way to just look at it because I have, I've, Aurora should take the good cues that Naperville has, but not even expect that we are trying to follow in that. Right. And um, it's not a diss to say that Naperville is established. It certainly is, and it has been for a long time. Uh, I think the clickiness, though, to speak on that. I think that clickiness with Naperville, it's not criticism, and it is well-deserved, because Naperville has taken pains, I think, to re continually distinguish themselves. Right, right. Hey, absolutely. So it's it's kind of like... They're doing that on purpose. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're the greatest quarterback of all time, yeah, you're going to want people to know it, exactly. right? And there's nothing wrong with people knowing that. Exactly, you yes. Know? Um, put money on Jefferson Street. Yeah, yeah. showing up. Yeah. yeah, Jimmy's Bar and Grill. Yeah, put, yeah, right there in the middle of, of course. And what, what I would, if anybody's going to take my two cents, mm -hmm. um, to your point, Aurora doesn't need to try to be like a Naperville or a Batavia or a Geneva. We're different. One, we've got a casino here. Right. I feel like we're more of, a, of an entertainment yeah. district, if you will, as opposed to purely dining and shopping. Right. And I think that's one of the reasons why I do like coming downtown because you could check out one of these local retail shops, have a bite to eat, but then still go over to like the casino or to Valley Doyle's mm -hmm. to check out bands or something like that. Oh, you know? yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, now, when you started off, did you start off as director of sales of Rooftop? No, I did not. This okay. is my second tour with the organization. I started with them um, a couple of years ago as a salesperson. So okay. I was straight up in sales. Um, I had my own company at the time, and I, I kind of let that go. Um, mm -hmm. I had a worm farm, which people did not fly. <laughs> I spent more time trying to explain to people why I had a worm farm as opposed to what the worm farm was doing. Uh, so I kind of started. <laughs> I know, I saw that. Now you want to ask too? <laughs> And so, um, yeah. Yo, you an interesting brother, man. <laughs> so, um, so I, I now I start going down this path and we'll talk about it. But I, I found this organization and it was in line. So one of the things that with the worm farm that, that, that I became more cognizant of was what we're doing to our environment, right? The way that we dispose of things. It's something that nobody had ever really thought about before. And when I came across Rooftop Solutions and Grease Guard, it was kind of that same thought process. They were solving a problem that nobody had ever really thought about. Right. Nobody thought about, right? And I'll never forget when I got up on my first roof and there's a food manufacturing place, we'll not say where it's at, uh, but I get up there and you see this grease everywhere and it stinks. You get it on your shoes, it's absolutely slippery. So now I'm thinking about the OSHA, you know, oh my gosh, am I gonna slip and fall off this roof? But then you, you, sometimes you do see dead animals in there, mm -hmm. and it made me stop and think, like, this is happening all over the place, all over the world, and people have no real idea that this is happening. Yeah. And so I was able to carry that passion of doing something different and unique with my worm farm into representing Grease Guard. Right. And so that's uh, that's how that began, my relationship with, with Jim and Yvonne, and it's, it's grown since. And how long have you been with Bree, uh, Rooftop Solutions? Uh, a little over three years. Nice. Very cool. All right. Super loud train going past us, so I will. Oh, look at that. Just at the time. That's kind of cool, though. It is. It's kind of cool to it see. It is, yeah. It's good for some B roll, right? Some B roll footage? <laughs> yep, definitely. 
to have the interviews facing that way next time. Um, all right, so what's um, here we are in 2021, January. What's the outlook for yourself first for 2021? Yourself and your family? Uh, continued growth. So um, my wife and I are very goal driven and um, with 2020 having been the way that it was, it allowed us the opportunity to kind of sit back and reevaluate, reassess and reinvent where we wanted to go future forward. And so 2021, I think is just, is taking the words from paper and putting that into action. And so, um, would love to be able to start traveling again. That'd right. Be, that'd be one thing. Um, <clears throat> more time with friends and family, you know, right. when able, because you, you don't realize how much you miss those relationships until you can't have those relationships anymore. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know? Oh, man. Yeah. When you literally, like, cannot go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, 2021, what's the outlook for Rooftop Solutions and uh, Filter? Fox Valley Filter Shoes. Growth. Has to be growth, right? Um, for for rooftop solutions, the mission's always been the same. Uh, it, it's just recognition, 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 education, education, education. Getting people to understand this is what's actually happening on your rooftop. Uh, taking a step back, understanding what's going on with the marketplace right now. We understand that restaurants are very volatile. Uh, so one of the things that we've been doing uh, last month for December between the two organizations, we did our 12 days of giving back where we went out and we bought over $12,000 worth of Jewel, Osco, and Aldi gift cards okay. and gift cards to local restaurants. And what we did is we teamed up with uh, local religious organizations mm -hmm. and um, a couple of the VAs and we gave them each $1,000 in gift cards to be able to, to provide to their people in need. Uh -huh, cool. And then what we did is with the gift cards that we bought for the local restaurants, we gave those out to, to local organizations and some customers and prospects, people I want to do business with, mm -hmm. trying to create the challenge of, hey, it's time to put the pudding where our mouth is, you know, kind of, right. you know, put the rubber to the road, we got to help these organizations out. And so we did that to try to motivate others to do the same thing, to, to really think about these local organizations and how much they need our help. And Naperville is, is, campaign starting this year or January at least um, where they're where they're trying to help draw attention to the restaurants in need and so we pick back up on that so for us 2021 as an organization while we're obviously in sales it's all about growth right yeah. I have to say growth you know if I'm not poor not saying growth I'm not a salesperson you right. know uh, but it's doing it in a different way than we were before it's actually taking a step back and becoming more community-based, which is why I'm involved in the chambers. We're trying to do these type of events where we're showing support for local organizations, uh, local communities, things to that effect. Because I think that if people truly knew who we were and what we're trying to do, then they'd be more inclined to do business with us because it's all reciprocal, right? Yes. If, if I'm a local business and you help support me, then that allows me to pay the salaries of my employees who live in this area right. that then go back and spend money at your locations. And so I think for us, it, it's getting people to understand that supporting each other is more important than ever if you really think about it. Your Home Depots, your Lowe's, you know, these large organizations all over the world, they'll, they'll, 
They'll be around. They'll be oh, fine. Oh, yeah, they're good. You know, they're good. Yeah. They, last year, they turned in some of the highest records they've ever, you know, profit that records they've, they've ever had. Yeah. But on the flip side, you know, I look around here and how many of these places became vacant because right. they couldn't afford to stay in business because they weren't getting the support from people like us. Right. You know, so it's it, 2021 is all about growth, but growth through community involvement, I want to say. One of the coolest things I learned from a guy who was a car salesman, I never he told me something, he said, you know, one of the things that people don't understand about sales is you have to know the human that you're dealing with and what they want to buy or if they're ready to buy. And he told me that he doesn't bother people when they come look at, if, if, if it's nine o'clock, if, if they open up at nine and at 9.25, some guy's in here flip-flops, he's got his coffee, and he's standing by that red Corvette that's fully juiced up, the big package, he's not going to go over to him. Hey, you're looking at the... That man is ready to buy. He knows I'm sitting right here. Yep. Kind of like knowing the person and picking up on their own cues. Is that... I, I, I think that's very accurate. Yes. you you got to be able to read people, right? Um, right off the bat. I think we were able to read each yeah, other, so yeah. it's like, this is going to be fun, <laughs> yep. right? Uh, on the flip side, if it would have looked like that you were absolutely hating life this morning, yeah. I probably would have toned it down quite a bit. Hey, who are you, you buying a sit-down, buddy? <laughs> right? yeah. Be quiet, we're doing it. Yeah. Let's get this over you know, with. Yeah. we got two minutes. Yep. No, I, I, uh, no I, like, I like what I do, as we talked about. I like what I do, and uh, I like meeting people who love what they do, too. Definitely. Well, and you know, whether or not you realize it, but you're, you're selling yourself, too, by doing this, right? You know, you've got you've got to sell your attitude yeah. and your energy and your love for Aurora. Yep. You know, you've got to be able to get people to engage in what they're thinking about with it. You're ultimately you're selling Aurora. You're, yeah. you're trying to get people to understand, like, hey, sure, we are surrounded by these beautiful communities, but Aurora is beautiful too. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I'm trying to do that for the for the viewers. I want the viewer to be like, I want to learn more about Aurora. Let me check out Good Morning Aurora. Yeah. Yeah. As as uh, as best we can. Um, so. The show ends on a positive note. Okay. What is your message to the people of Aurora today? Invest in Aurora. Invest in Aurora. It's our own backyard, right? The grass is not always greener on the other side. Your grass can be green <laughs> if you fertilize it, you mow it, you trim your landscape. You can have the most beautiful yard if you put in the work, right? And we as residents, as business owners, as a community, we owe it to ourselves. Our community will not grow and prosper unless we allow it to and we support it doing that. Right. Right? Yes, that's true. Very good point. Very good point. All right. Well, I appreciate you sitting down on the show, brother. Hey, I thank really you, man. This, I, was, I, this was awesome. <laughs> it, it was, I'm glad we could do this on a Friday. Yeah, I, this would have been a great way to start a week, too, man. So I, I hope that uh, I hope that this continues on well for you. I think you're doing a great thing. I have watched some of the other shows. I love the energy. I really do. Thanks. And I hope other people see these and want to come be a part of this because just to sit down with you, man, this was cool. It's good energy. Thanks. It's I good appreciate vibes. It, man. And I think you're doing a great thing. And uh, let's hope that other people see these and, and start watching them more and more and sign up, follow, and start participating. We can do this, right? Yeah. We can do this. We're it's do this our city. You. It's our year. We're yeah. starting off good, man. Um, so, for all of you listeners, all the viewers out there, stay blessed, be motivated, have a great weekend, and we will see you guys back here next week. Peace.